Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuned into the one and only Image Show. You have now entered Image Land. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Sunday, December 1st. We have now broke into the December holiday weekend. Now, we've got Christmas coming up this month. We've got Thanksgiving that is just passed, and I hope that you guys have all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We've got Michael Hardat with us in the house from the Financial Empowerment Center. Mike, it's a pleasure to have you on the Image Show this morning. Thank you for having me, Robert. Thank you for having me. Now, Mike, before we start talking about, uh, you know, get into the Financial Empowerment Center and the financial uh, revival loan uh, that you're going to tell us about, Let's just talk about you for a minute. You are a pretty interesting guy. I've worked with you now for uh, quite some time, about a year and a half. And I've noticed that you've got uh, some real uniqueness in the fact that, number one, you just graduated recently from Iowa State University. So congratulations for that. Thank you. And uh, you're still a young man. How old are you? I'm 23. 23 years old. And, you know, you've got a daughter. You've got a, a fiance. You seem to be, you know, right on the right path of doing things. And so, you know, we take things like that very, very um, congratulately, meaning uh, we congratulate you for doing such a great job uh, as a man and staying positive, especially as an African-American man and, you know, working for the Financial Empowerment Center. uh, It looks like you've not only taken your manhood to the next level, but you seem to also be taking the Financial Empowerment Center to the next level in a lot of what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm doing a lot in the community. Um, thank you for that, Robert. Um, so that's what, why I'm here today. Um, I want people to understand that, you know, my interests and things that I do um, all come around or all, uh, revolve around being active in your community and um, putting on for your community. So at the Financial Empowerment Center, we have this new opportunity coming up called the Financial Revival Loan. Um, This loan is a direct solution for people who find themselves in a financial funk or people who are just looking for some extra money. Um, Our loan opportunity uh, provides financial education and debt reduction while increasing individuals' financial mobility. So the details of this loan, we are offering a $500 loan with a 10% uh, interest rate over an eight-month time span. And what makes it so special about our loan is our loan doesn't revolve around credit. So we're not trying to pull people's credit. To qualify for this loan, you have to show, be able to provide proof of, of being at your job for a year. Um, you have to set up a spending plan with one of our financial advisors at the Financial Empowerment Center. And then your job also has to be available for payroll deduction. So, yeah. That's great. Now, I got a question. Does a free toaster come with this loan? Uh, that was one of the rumors that was being said. No, uh, a free toaster does not come with the loan. But I will say, once this loan is in your hands, it is your money. We do not monitor what you do with your money. Um, we do monitor a spending plan where we go through you know, monthly expenses and stuff like that to make sure that you're able to pay back this loan. But other than that, you can do whatever you want with your money. Oh, that's great. You know... Financial Empowerment Center, they're always coming up with just the next best thing. And it seems like uh, for people that are engaged with uh, FEC and the Financial Empowerment Center, 
they're the ones that are really seeking and reaping the benefits. And that's the same with the Evelyn K. Davis Center. You know, we have a lot of clients who are actually engaged and they're the first ones to really find out about, you know, the new stuff that's going on. So, you know, it's good that we have you on the show to talk about stuff like that. But, you yeah. know. And before I forget to register for this loan, uh, you have to set up a consultation with me. You can do that at going to empowermoney.org slash Michael. And that is M-I-C-H-A-E-L. So once again, that is empowermoney.org slash Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. That's great. And I know that next week uh, we are set to have Curtis Ball. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, business coaches. Yes, he's an amazing individual at the Financial uh, Empowerment Center. Yes, he is. And so, Mike, uh, what are the uh, eligibilities uh, for this loan? I mean, what are the things that make you eligible? What are some things that make you not eligible? Uh, You know, tell us a little bit about uh, kind of the, the groove of this uh, whole loan thing. Okay, so once again, we are not trying to uh, get people's credit. We are not trying to, if, depending on your current credit situation, we are not worried about that. All we care about is if you've been at your job for a year and that you're full time, and then that your job is able to do the payroll deductions, and then that you're able to set up a spending plan at the Financial Empowerment Center. Other than that, there are no other criteria that would keep you away from getting this loan. Um, Another thing I would say is be as transparent as possible when coming in. Um, it makes the whole process run smoother on our end. So, um, now, now, this is also going to build the credit up of the individual that maybe uh, applies or gets the loan. Correct. Too. Correct. So let's talk about you know some of the positives that come behind this loan. I mean, what are the benefits? So the benefits is that we do report to credit bureaus every time you make a payment back. And then you actually also set up. So we're partnered with Des Moines Metro Credit Union. So you're also setting up an account with them that will uh, that will always be available to you. So. Wow, that's great. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned into The Image Show on 98.3 The Vibe. We've got Michael Hardat with us, and Michael is one of the financial navigators at the Financial Empowerment Center at the Evelyn K. Davis Center for Working Families. And Michael, it is a pleasure to have you on the show with us. Uh, you are also a great co-worker to be around every day, I must say. Thank you, Robert. Uh, you are, too. You yeah, are, too. Yeah, so, you know, and I want to talk a little bit about that. You know, because we've built up such a great rapport, me, you, Curtis, uh, you know, a lot of the guys, Marvin, I mean, Kyrie, you know, the guys that are there at the Evelyn K. Davis Center, Terrence Cheeks. And, you know, we really have a nice time together. We've got our um, Thanksgiving uh, banquet coming up. And you guys are really, you know, what makes it special for me to work with, you know, for a guy that has come uh, through the the path and, and, and through the journey that I took mm-hmm. uh, to get here, you know, I, I want to say that it, it, it's lovely working with you guys and, you know, we've become kind of like family. Mm-hmm. So if we ever depart, you know, or, you know, if say uh, I get a, a job promotion and get, you know, decided to move up the ladder a little bit, I want to say that you guys will always be family in my heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll always be there. You know, Marvin will, will always be, you know, uh, one of the the top employers that I've ever worked for. You know, I mean, he yeah, is. Facts. Yeah. Facts. He's, he, he, well, him and Deidre both. Both. Both of them. You know, yeah. The integrity 
that uh, they carry is, is outstanding. Yes. And so uh, we are both products of that environment. So <clears throat> tell us, Michael, what are your plans for uh, uh, career-wise? I mean, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Uh, in the next five years, um, I hope to have attained a master's degree somewhere. Um, I'm looking at Drake, um, but I, I hope to still be in my community. I hope I'm still active with the Image Show. Um, I, hope right. I, I hope I'm still doing things, positive things in the community, because um, when I do those things, then I'm fulfilled, you know. So if I could preach one message to people is find something that, you know, that you're fulfilled at. You know, like you, Robert, when you come into work, you're always fulfilled. You know, you're coming with a purpose. You know, you come in with passion, too. Um, there's right. a fire behind you, you know, and it's you can hear it on your radio show and you can hear it every time you come into the office, man. So, hey, that's great, man. I appreciate that yeah well ladies and gentlemen uh, for those of you who may have just tuned in again uh, you're on the image show this is Robert Pate I'm with Michael Hardat uh, Michael is the financial navigator at the financial empowerment center 1171 University at the Evelyn K Davis Center for working families correct so Michael uh, tell us now uh, what are some upcoming events we're finishing up the nonprofit boot camp that's taking place right now you're also a part of that correct yep yep so uh, we're now, finishing no no I don't I don't want to cut you off but before you get started I see the records on this financial or, or nonprofit uh, boot camp, and this is one of the biggest in attendance that correct. we've ever had. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Um, we just have an amazing outreach team. Um, Ray, who uh, she she um, she does an amazing job at what she does during our um, for our social media, um, and I think it's just it's reflecting in our classes. Our numbers are growing. Um, Curtis, who is an amazing business counselor, he's just it, people are recommending him. We're just doing amazing things so I'll tell you one guy that we definitely can't leave out and that's David Howard correct I tell you I mean that guy is probably one of the biggest one of the most intelligent correct down low guys that you'll ever catch walking around that center I mean you know you you would mistake him for probably a guy that looked like he was you know broke and, uh, you know, probably living in poverty and <laughs> it may just be the opposite. You know, that guy is one of the brightest, most intelligent businessmen of all time. And he's a great Christian man. Yeah, correct. I mean, and then just being around him, um, just seeing him in his business consultations or financial consultations, he tells you right off bat, I'm going to treat you like a millionaire. And by the end of that that meeting you have with him, there's a hope that he instills in you that you feel like you're going to be a millionaire one day. Yes, so, yeah. So, yeah, he's a very amazing individual. Yeah, and he knows how to break down all the loopholes, you know, for for the people that are getting cheated, for the people that are out there spending all this money on like uh, their bills, you know. Uh, he, he knows you set an appointment with David Howard at the Financial Empowerment Center. He is going to tell you how to rearrange uh, some of your spending habits and show you some shortcuts that you can take 
to lower your bills and monthly costs. Correct. He's strategic. He's strategic. That's how he goes about it. Um, he's well educated in the finance realm. And, you know, like I said, the more transparent you are, the better outcome you're going to have with him. So Now, is there a telephone number for the listeners out there who may want to get in touch with the Financial Empowerment Center? Um, is there a uh, website or something that they can go to, you know, where they can actually uh, get some information, set up an appointment, say there are some people, some viewers out there listening now that want to uh, set up an appointment. They want to start learning how to manage their finances. Uh, uh-huh. They want to apply for this loan. Okay. Uh, how do they do it? Okay. So, one, if you want to know general information about the Financial Empowerment Center, you go to empowermoney.org. And if you want to learn about the, or if you want to apply for the financial revival loan, you go to empowermoney.org slash Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. Okay. And that's your personal uh, email address, right? That's my, uh, that's the link to set up an appointment with the uh, financial revival application. Um, If you want to personally reach me, you go to Michael at empowermoney.org is my email address. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds great. Hey, Michael, I appreciate you coming in this morning, sacrificing your time. Yeah, no problem. And, no problem. Uh, you know, uh, congratulations again Thank you. on your promotion in your full-time position. Mm-hmm. And, you know, your kids, you know, being able to take care of your baby girl. Yeah. So we you. wish you the, the best, man. And uh, we'll see you Monday morning. Yeah. See you. See you. See you at work. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Hardak on The Image Show with the Financial Empowerment Center. We're going to go to a commercial. We'll be back after these messages. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're tuned back into The Image Show on 98.3 The Vibe. We had such a blessing last Tuesday at the Evelyn K. Davis Center for Working Families. We had the opportunity to meet Senator Harris. And I'll tell you, she was one of the best senators that I have ever actually spoke with. With us today, joining us on the show is Wayne Bird. And Wayne is one that was formerly incarcerated. He's been out over four years now, uh, doing a great job, uh, staying, keeping his his freedom, working a job, and just trying to stay on the right track. Wayne, it's a pleasure to have you on the Image Show with us this morning. All right. Thank you, Bob. Now, Wayne, let's just talk a little bit about you were there at the Evelyn K. Davis Center for Working Families when Senator Harris was there what did you think about that experience oh it was it was wonderful i mean that's my very first time seeing her but um as far as that it was a beautiful thing i mean a wonderful experience would you yeah say? yeah it was okay great now tell us just a little bit about yourself wayne tell us a little bit about your life story um wayne bird um i'm from des moines born and raised I did a I did a ten and a half um sentence of uh serious assault on the officer um I've been out for like four, about about four years. Okay, and you said it's been pretty tough to find a job. I oh yes, that was one of the things that you talked about because of your past experience on on, on your criminal record. Oh yes, because um, it's been very rough. Every time I fill out an application, you know, you got to fill that little box out. That little box. Have you ever been um, affected of a felony? And I I put yes because I 
ain't no use to lie because if they want to do a background check, they just check your name out, your social security number, and do a background check on you. So That's I right. just I just I just usually put yes. That's right. And it did appear that Senator Harris was very passionate about the fact that it was hard for you to find a job and for people that are coming out and the uh, the whole thing about uh, prisons, uh, people actually uh, buying prisons and making money off of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was really impressed with this lady. You yeah. know, I think that uh, she was passionate about what she was saying. And it's different when you actually are sitting in the room and you're hearing someone speak and you can actually look into their eyes and, you know, kind of look through their skin and, and see exactly what it is that they're saying and how it affects you and how it could affect our society. I think that this lady is uh, probably the best. Yes, I, I agree with you because uh, when she was looking at me, she was looking straight in my eye and, and you know, I know, I know, you know, somewhere, somewhere in my in my heart, just told me that she was just down for me. She was ready for me, and um, she just told me to, you know, keep on doing what you're doing, stay out of the penitentiary. But there's a lot more that you know she wanted to say, but she didn't say it. So <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't have you know a whole lot of time. Actually, we spent quite a bit of time uh, for a presidential candidate. I think that 20 minutes was it was actually about 25, 30 minutes that we spoke, and she wanted to keep talking. I think that if it was up to her, she we'd probably still be there right now talking. Oh yes, yes, of course. Uh, now, Wayne, I also know that Deidre DeGere was the one that set that up. So I give her props, too, because, you know, she put that whole thing together. And she even told me afterwards that she was about ready to cry. She, she had actually brought a, uh, some tissue in there and was ready to give Senator Harris some, too, because of your story. You know, it was so uh, compelling. And, you know, they could really feel the fact that you were uh one that had been to prison, got out, and been struggling for a long time because of the bad choices that you made in the past. Yes, because um, last four years um, that I've been struggling, it's been it's been difficult. But uh, I felt I felt the same way, you know. I mean, when I usually say something, I usually come from the heart, straight from the heart, nothing else. But they felt it just like I felt it. That's great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Will Keeps uh, in the green room right now. He's ready to come in. He'll be our next guest on the Image Show. And uh, we're going to go to a commercial break right now. But we appreciate everyone that's tuning in. And we want to tell you that uh, the Image Show is not only one of uh, the most the most listened to shows uh, in Iowa, but uh, we also like to say that it is uh, educational. And so this man that we have coming up next, he has not only a compelling story, but he's got an educational trend uh, to his story and how he plans to further it. So coming up next, we've got Will Keeps, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back on The Image Show. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, on The Image Show with us. In the house, we have Will Keeps. Will, it's a pleasure to have you on the Image Show. What's up, man? How you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great. It's good to be back in the house with you. Yeah, man. You know, you have been doing some wonderful things in the community, and I take my hat off to you. I get a lot of compliments for what I do, but it's good to have another brother in the house with me that is actually uh, going above and beyond in his passion and in his dream. That's what's up, man. So tell us about it. Well, from the south side of Chicago... I uh, got in a lot of trouble out there with game banging and selling drugs. Um, I felt like I needed to change my life. You know, even being uh, molested at seven years old. Wow. 
things was happening to me that was uh, making me do things and I didn't even know that I was doing them. My whole attitude changed and I didn't even know it. I became very uh, sensitive, became very needy, became very angry, and I didn't even know it. And so um, it made me feel like that I wasn't, uh, I didn't feel protected in my own home. And so I decided to get protected in the streets. And I joined the gang. And when I joined the gang, you know what I'm saying, um, I had my friend get shot right in front of me. And they put the gun in my head and the gun jammed. And they beat me half to death. And that's why people be always asking me, Will, why you wear that do-rag on your head? I got scars on my head, scars on my face, stabbed in the chest. Wow, man. You know what I mean? And um, it was tough. But I always tell people, you know, it's not about what you've been through, but it's how you get through. And right now I'm getting through. Yes, you are. You're doing a great job, too. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, so I know that you've got a school coming up that you're building. I know that you have Governor Reynolds behind you supporting you in a lot of what you're doing. Um, tell us about this school. Well, let me go a little bit further back. Okay. Um, it all started when my my son uh, lost his friend. He got killed in his own home. And my son came to me and said, uh, Dad, can you do something about what's going on in the community with your music? And I was I was doing a lot of sex songs, you know what I mean? I was I was in that, that world. And then all of a sudden he came to me like that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something about what's going on in the community. So I did this song called Wake Up Iowa. And when I did Wake Up Iowa, it got the attention of the police. It got the attention of the streets. The police loved it. The streets didn't like it so much. Because I said in, the, in my song, you walk outside your house, what do you see? You see houses, cars, and you see trees. When I used to walk outside my house, I saw nothing but gangsters. And I had to walk through that every day, not knowing if I was going to make it through. I said, when we walk out the house in Iowa, it seemed like that we don't walk into the fire. We go look for the fire. And I wanted to do something about that. I wanted us to be able to walk outside our home and be like, yo, we, we good when we walk out. You know what I mean? It's like we don't, we don't, we don't have to, to, to live a life of fear. You know, and I know there's gangsters out here. I'm not going to never knock that because there's gangsters out here all day. But we should be able to walk outside our crib. And so then all of a sudden, man, things got bigger. I did a song called We Fight. And then all of a sudden, um, it hit national news. It got on CNN and all that stuff. And then that's when my name started coming out. Then I started getting into the schools. And when I got into the schools, I started building my program called The Porch. And the reason why I called it The Porch, because in Chicago, we used to always sit on The Porch and talk about girls and roast each other all the time. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden, we'll talk about a serious conversation, something that happened in the hood, you know what I mean, the day before or that day. We'll talk about that. And we'll start thinking about it and, and relating to it. So I wanted to put that into my program, and it's been working. I'm in like five or six different schools with that program. All of a sudden, man, I tell I, I, one of my friends came to me and said, Listen, you ever thought about getting your own school? And I looked at him like, man, ain't nobody trying to get no school. I ain't LeBron James, you know what I'm saying? Like, how am I going to get me my own school, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, he was like, man, you ever thought about doing that? I was like. You never thought that you could do it, did you? Man, I wasn't even thinking about it, you know what I'm saying? It's like how <laughs> God works in mysterious ways. I didn't even have that in my thought, you know what I'm saying? But it's like when he said that, it all of a sudden, it became in my head. And I, and I started fighting to get a building. And I started telling the governor, uh, Governor Kim Reynolds, started telling the chief of police, started telling the mayor. I'm like, yo, I need, I'm need. i trying to get my own building. I was even telling the more public schools, I'm trying to get my own building. You know what I mean? And everybody was like, yo, you get a building, we can do a lot of things. You know what I mean? I'm thinking to myself, they probably like, okay, Will, 
let's see you get this building. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I went out there and I- um, You got the building. Got the building. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was not playing. You know what I mean? I went out there and got the building, man. I talked to- But let me tell you how this happened. Robert Kramer of Kramer Associates, he the one who built the Women Achievement Bridge. I went and talked to him for lunch. You know, that's a good friend of mine. I went to school with him. Really? Uh, yeah, he was a basketball player right before yep. before me at Johnston High School. Yep. Talked to him, man, and me and him had a good conversation. And you know what he told me? He said, if God want me to help you, I'm going to help you. So God spoke to him and said, help Will. Help him make this happen. <laughs> and so all of a sudden he did. You know what I mean? He made, he made a way. And that's what starts right here. The starts right here building came along, man. You know, and, and we just had a huge, uh, um, on Friday, um, November 22nd, we had the governor, the police chief, we had Mark Riley, we had um, Bankers Trust, you know, we had uh, Microsoft, we had like a, a lot of people from the church there, you know, we had a lot of people there to su- support, you know what I'm saying, this building. That is wonderful, man. Mm-hmm. I tell you, these stories that I hear, on this image show are just breathtaking. I mean, now, your brother was on here, and he's my brother. <laughs> uh, yes, Mr. Wingstop, Phil Holmes. Yeah, Phil Holmes. <laughs> he brought chicken in here. Did from he bring Wingstop. chicken in here? Though? Man, we ate so good in here <laughs> early in the morning. Sweezy, he had some. How was it, Sweezy? Those fire, uh, whatever the spicy ones were, delicious. You tried hot. that? <laughs> yes, I did. Look, I'm a black man. I don't even like all that hot, spicy stuff, man. I can't deal with it. You know, it's, it's too much for me, too, but I can appreciate the taste you know of me? it. I got to get past that intense heat and be like, oh, that actually tastes good underneath all that nonsense. No. I mean, he brought all flavors in, and you know, I would have never known that that was your brother. He did say it a couple times, but... I didn't really put two and two together. I knew that you were in the community doing a lot of positive things. And then he mm-hmm. told us about his basketball history and how he went to Drake and played actually football and basketball. And now how he's, you know, working with Wingstop. But I'm telling you, man, you guys have got, uh, you know, some blessings there from your mother and, and, and father. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you keep that trend going. It's been a pleasure uh, hearing about this. I remember he talking about how guys were getting tossed out of the bus, out of the window in the bus oh, in yeah. Chicago. We used to have all type man, we used to have all types of fights on the bus. It got to the point, man, where they used to wait for me on the bus by the bus stop. So I had to like maneuver and go other places because I'd seen them waiting for me on the bus stop to go to school. Why did they ever throw you out the window? I threw people out the window. Oh, you was throwing people out the window. Ask him. I don't want to throw people oh, out. Oh, come the on, Will. Now, I don't want to go. I don't want to gloat, but I was, I was, <laughs> I was in that. I was in that life. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. I was in that life. I don't want to. I, I, I don't. Anybody hearing this right now? Don't look. I hate. I hate that I did that. You know what I mean? That was I should. I should have never. Should have never done that. Right. But you know, you, we're talking about the new Will Keeps. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, that guy who lived back then, it sounds like that's a dead man. Yeah, he's gone. But you don't know, he's, he's still within me because if somebody messes with my family, you know what I mean? I think that old dude will come out. You know what I mean? But I want, I want people to understand that, um, that I had to change my life. If I didn't change my life, I would be in jail. I would be dead. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't have this family I have right now. Sure. Now tell us, so what's next for Will Keeps? 
Well, right now, we're raising money right now to help renovate, you know what I'm saying, this building. If anybody want to donate, go to startsrighthere.org. That's startsrighthere.org. You can go there and donate. Um, I got new videos coming out. I got a video called Feeling Something coming out. It's about a young lady named Tiffany Allison who was abused by her boyfriend, and I'm actually telling her story in this song, and we'll be doing a video actually telling her story in this video as well. Wow, that sounds exciting. Now, I've seen you on the news a lot. I've seen you uh, in a lot of pictures with Governor Reynolds. And I said, now, wait a minute, who is this guy on the news? Who's this other black guy I see on the news like this? And I said, I got to get in touch with this guy and see what he's talking about. Then I come to find out this is the same guy that I've been running into at church services <laughs> and uh, different banquet meetings. Been trying to get on the radio with you for, <laughs> hey, you even said, came to me and was like, well, I need to get you on the radio. Then all of a sudden, I never hear from you. I'm like, what is going on, man? <laughs> hey, I get a lot of requests from people that want to come on the Image Show, and I was really sincere. You know, I wanted to do it, but it's like, when you leave, uh, when we leave from church, when we leave from, you know, one of these banquets or meetings, it's like the the whole, oh, yeah, we need to get that person on, on the radio mm-hmm. show. You know, <clears throat> that part kind of flushes away mm-hmm. with the... Well, you got so many people. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I know that, man. I, I, I understand that because there's so many people that's reaching out to us right now. Starts right here. Sure. And I have to look all through the messages, all through the emails, just to remember I'm supposed to call somebody today or something exactly. like that, man. So it gets it gets, it gets gets difficult. I understand exactly. that. Exactly. And when you're not used to this, you know, for, for most people that have been working in an office for 20 years, you know, checking emails and, you know, uh, checking all their uh, uh, whatever's on their computer, different Microsoft programs that they use, you know, throughout the day, you know, that's one thing. But when you or coming out of prison or, you know, you're uh, starting a new career and you're just really not used to a lot of these things, it takes a while. Mm -hmm. And then you get a lot of this other stuff thrown at you, you know, like with a radio show and, you know, guests and TV and media and stuff like that. It's very, very fun, but there's a lot of responsibility that has to be developed behind it. Well, I don't know if you told your story to the people in the radio station, but man, I want to tell you how proud I am of you. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. You know what that. I mean? Because you are a blessing as well. You know, and I, I love to see uh, young black men just overcome, you know what I'm saying, a lot of things that they've been through. And it's, it lets, it lets the, the youth know that it's possible, that, it's, that you don't have to stick to that same uh, way of living, you know what I'm saying, because you see it every day. You can actually change, you know what I'm saying, your sight, <laughs> you know what I mean? Change what you see and make a difference. And so, like, when people was, um, um, I ain't going to lie, y'all. When people, when I first started working with the police yeah, and started working with uh, Governor Kim Reynolds, um, people was really, uh, in my own race, was against me. They, they hit me hard, man. They called me a snitch. They called me uh, a traitor, Uncle Tom. But they didn't realize that I'm building a relationship so I can help create change. And now when it comes down to the police, the police call me up sometimes and tell me about a kid that they had and they ask me, do I know him? And I'd be like, yeah, I know him. What do you want me to do with him, Will? Give him to me. Instead of going to jail, they give him to me. Or a kid is in handcuffs and I'd be right there in the school. And they'll give me, they'll talk to me 
and they'll give me the keys to take the handcuffs off the kids. And the kids be like, what? Or the kids go into court because I know the judges. And I'll call up the judge and be like, yo, I vouch for this kid. And the judge will come out and say, yo, I just got a phone call from Will Keeps. And he said he vouched for you. So I'm going to give you another chance. Or me working with the governor. Who cares she's a Republican and I'm a Democrat? She's people first. And if she's willing to work with Will Keeps and get starts right here off the ground and help our youth and try to understand our culture more, then I'm down with that. Amen. You know what I mean? So if you so if you so if you like what I'm doing and the police and Kim Reynolds and the community and the churches like what I'm doing, where the hate at? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Let's all Let's do what we got to do to create change. Together don't mean just one party. Together don't mean just one race. Together means all of us. And if we don't understand that, any brother, I mean, even when it comes down to my own people, if y'all ready to rise, you know what I'm saying, and do something, I'll be there to help you. I ain't trying to do this all by myself. I don't want this all by myself. I don't need it to be all by myself. Let's all work together and make this happen. We need each other. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned into the Image Show on 98.3 The Vibe. We are in tuned, locked and loaded into Will Keeps live on the Image Show. We're going to go to a quick commercial. We'll be back after these messages.